Good morning, Kesu. Good morning. Lee Bryce, how the heck are you, buddy? I'm good. How are y'all doing? So uh, you are alumni of our 20th birthday bash. It was September 30th, 2010. I'm sure you remember it. Top of your mind awareness yeah, there. Uh, Toma, you, right op- there. Opened up uh, for a guy named Alan Jackson. <laughs> And you probably don't remember the show, but you did great that night. So a little delayed gratification, but well done, Lee. Oh, Alan, uh, somebody I ran into somebody yesterday. I wasn't two days ago. I was I was in Vegas and I had a little show out there, and somebody in the elevator recognized me, and they said, "Well, they didn't recognize me. They asked what I do. I said, well, I sing I sing country music.'" And they said, "Oh, we love Alan Jackson." <laughs> 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 so uh, you kind of have an Alan Jackson feel to your music because I think the the lyrics are heartfelt. It's from the heart. It's authentic. And that's kind of the stuff that Alan Jackson did, too. That's right. It was all real for him. Just a quick little question. Uh, we've played your brother, Lewis Bryce, a few times on our Friday Night Spotlight <laughs> show. How's Lewis doing? Yeah, he is the killing it, man. I mean, we uh, we actually got two songs right now that, uh, you know, with him, we're just putting out, you know, I mean, I'm... I'm kind of his record label at the moment, so we're just putting out music. You know, every time we get another good song or, or whatever it may be, we go record it and we just put it out. You know, and uh, and that it seems to have been. It's really cool to see the people kind of kind of pile in. And he was actually on, on a show with me recently, and I saw a lot of people. Uh, uh, I saw a lot of people singing along to his song. Well, we love you on stage. You're absolutely just awesome on stage so happy you're coming but we really like your songwriting too tony and i have this dream of sitting down with a songwriting circle and just playing so could you just come into town like a day early and we'll just you know sit at a picnic table and write songs oh we have no talent oh yeah you know yeah you would do the heavy lifting i mean i I should let you know tony and i have no talent in that but we just like would like to do it yeah, and I'll bring my three kids and the wife and my four dogs and my three horses, and we'll just all hang out together. Is that the best way to write a song, is with all that in the background? <laughs> well, I feel like it's like either I'm on the road or that's what I'm dealing with. <laughs> nice. What is, your, what is your process for songwriting? I mean, it changes. I mean, it, it, uh, it kind of depends on the inspiration, whether, it, you know, obviously whether it's a, an idea or if it's a, you know, a musical idea. The truth is, you know, when you first come to town, you 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 learn quickly that that even if you aren't inspired or whatever, maybe you stayed up too late the night before. You don't feel like getting up and writing a song, but yet you got something scheduled to go maybe sit down with somebody and write. Like you got to get up and you got to you got to show up. That's my my saying. You got to show up. And and so many times, whenever you didn't think you were inspired. You just you know when it's your job and it's and it's and it's like you get to do what you love to do. You got to stick to it and you got to get up and you got to show up. And sometimes those days when you think you you least expect it, those are the special days where those special songs come out. And you know, I mean, uh, the ideas they kind of come from different places and that kind of stuff. But uh, but you just kind of you know do it all the time. And it's like it's kind of a, I mean, when I'm walking around or when I'm talking to you guys right now, I'm. My ears are always kind of open for something you might say that's like just tweaks my ear, and maybe it's it's an idea, maybe it's just a thought, you know. Oh, we've tweaked things uh, on people before, usually not their ears. That's right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I I always like uh, songs that kind of deal with compassion. I think the world, especially after this pandemic, I think we need to be a lot more compassionate for people and the struggles they're going through. Uh, Of course, the new song is doing great, Memory Don't Mess With. Uh, What's your favorite Lee Bryce written song? 
man, that's a tough one. Uh, you know, I'm kind of a sucker for the, like you said, for the songs that mean stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, when I was a kid, all I ever wanted to do was sing. But in my mind, my little kid mind, I thought, well, if I'm going to sing, i got to write songs, because that's what I assumed that, say, George Strait or whoever was doing. They were writing the song, they were playing the guitar, they were producing it, they were... So that's why I started doing all that when I was a kid, and, and I wanted to sing because I wanted to have a girlfriend one day, and I wanted to marry her, and I wanted to, and I wanted to like, I wanted to have my, I wanted to write a song for her for our wedding, and I wanted to uh, sing it to her for the wedding, and I wanted to be on the radio, and I wanted her to be so proud, and that's when I was 10. Man. So the first song, all of that stuff came true, and I produced it on my own, and all this stuff. That's when I was a. That's I wrote. I don't dance, and that was probably the most personal and like kind of everything worked out. It was like that's what I've been trying to do my whole life. This was your goal at ten. I mean, I was trying to figure yeah. out what flavor of popsicle I was going to have next. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, I couldn't stay away from like the piano. I couldn't stop listening to music. I just it was like kind of one of those. <gasps> so I got my dog. Puppy. What's your yeah. puppy's name? Well, I got one named Jax and one named Blue. And and I have uh, Knox, and I have Charlie, which is spelled with the L-E-E. She's my dog. <laughs> She's my lab. I'm training her to, to kind of retrieve and that kind of thing like that. And, and uh, it's really cool. She's really young, and... She's awesome and she's tearing stuff up. But <laughs> well, I think a lot of times we forget that, you know, you guys that we see on the stage and that are songwriters and that you entertain us, we kind of forget you've just got regular lives and you've got four dogs and, you know, that are running around your legs and you've got kids and you've got a wife and you got all that. We kind of forget that. So thank you. Thank you for letting us a little bit into your life and the, and the puppies, you know, barking at your heel. Yeah, well. I'm out here on the farm, and uh, that's where I want to be. You know, I want to build a house out here one day, and so the dogs are always around. Kind of funny how the music industry's kind of changed. Uh, you talked about I Don't Dance. Now, that was one that you pretty much pushed out on your own and got some uh, pretty big reaction at the start, wasn't it, Lee? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I realized that it was the song that I've been trying to write for a long time, and, and I produced it. It was the only song that I technically, I just, I told my, co-producers on that record i said guys i said i've already i put this song together and this is just such a such a, a song that's so close to who i am and, and my heart and my wife and and i and at the time actually i didn't even know that that i was going to use it for anything other than my wedding you know for our first dance and but then when i started hearing i was like man i was like uh we might want to put this out guys <laughs> and we might want to name the record we won't, might want to name the record this, and we might want to make it be the first single, you know? <laughs> well, that was a good good gut feeling there that you had. One of my favorites is Upper Middle Class White Trash. <laughs> Love that song! You're, go- you're going back in the day now. I know, but, you know, you got you to gotta do those classics, and for me, that's one of your, that's one of your classics. Um, but what are you going to oh, do when you come goodness. here to Siouxland? Are you going to throw in some of those old ones? We're defi- definitely going to have, definitely have some of the oldies with goodies, and I definitely definitely got you know we got a new record out so i'm gonna be uh i'm hopefully i you know we want we we're not on the road for a year almost so uh other than here and there spotty and so we didn't really get a chance to play any of this new stuff and man we over the last few weeks we got to play a few shows and man it's been so fun to play some of the new songs too so we're coming kind of coming with a little bit of both and uh it's been really fun of course you'll be here a week from friday at the orpheum looking forward to the show and catching up with you uh, so is there one like a musical artist you'd be surprised that you listen to surprised that i listen to yeah I mean, we I would 
that we would we be surprised. surprised. We might be surprised, but like uh, I listen to Eminem, Tupac. I listen to Coldplay. I listen to Ray Charles. I listen to Don Williams. You know, I, I listen to Voice of Men and Brian McKnight. You know. Whitney Houston, so... That's, that's an eclectic kind of mess, man. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> and a lot of, uh, especially when you talk about Eminem and Tupac, the, a lot of lyrics per second, and so that's good. Well, some of them, but you know, Tupac, he was kind of like Garth to me. He, like, communicated more than he rapped. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and he meant it. And it was, it was, it was you know, when I listen to those music, even today I can go listen to some of those old records and... and uh, you know, they were simple records with simple hooks, and but yet he would he would just tell the truth about what he was and how he lived and his mama and all kind of stuff. I love dear mama. You are appreciated. You know, that's like something I would write. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of there's actually the art between rap music and country. I think is a lot closer than people think, just because it's storytelling and just talking about your authentic life. Oh yeah, I mean, heck, I just wrote a song the other day that I'm rapping the whole verses in. I mean, I'm all. I mean, it's a, it's a. But then I sing the courses, and but it's just what I grew up listening to, and yeah. I just, it's one of those things that that I love all kind of music, and and uh, you know, I think music is melting. You know, I love my old school country, and I love my new school country, and I love all you know, soul and and blues and rap and. So, yeah, I'm kind of all over the place, but I think most people kind of are too. You know, yeah. they like what they like. You know, I'm with you. And well, I think it depends on the day or what you're doing or the mood you're in or the time of day right. sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Lee Bryce, look forward to seeing you at the Orpheum. Keep up the great work. Feed all those dogs. And, uh, this has been delightful. <laughs> yeah, you've been great. Thanks for chatting with us. This has just been. A... Uh, we'll see y'all very soon. I'm excited. And give uh, Lewis, your brother, our best, okay? I will, absolutely. I mean, he's going to be so excited to hear that. <laughs> We'd like to have an interview with him, and we want all the dirt on you. Did you just tell him that? Well, well I'll, 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 I'll text you over his number. I'll, Perfect. I'll you do you got that. got my number. I just called you. you just, y'all text me. That's Perfect. awesome. Thank you so much. Right. Hey, thanks, Lee. All right. See y'all.